Continue by Hashem and Shai Jewish Shagimol Ois Kuf Sadi Hey Shin number three hundred and forty. This is a sixth category of Hanifa. And this is a very delicate category. Rabbi Yonah now discusses a person who has the ability to give toichacha, to give rebuke, but he doesn't. The way he explains what's going on here is that being quiet is an act of strengthening the person's behavior. Now, I'm sharing this with you with a little hesitation. And you'll ask, what's the hesitation? I mean, Rabbi Yoyne says it, so we have to do it. And, and, that, and that is the truth. That is the truth. However, we also have to use our seichel. I'll give you an example. And we discussed this in the past. If someone is talking during davening, mamish, mamish, you know, the, the person doesn't, doesn't know how to be quiet. Or does know, but he's just not quiet. The person is talking during davening. If you are someone who is in the position of being able to give the proper toichacha, when I say proper toichacha, we discussed this in the past, one example we gave is where a person puts a smile on his face, puts his arm around the individual, and I told you, personally, I am not good at this. Because when I see someone talking during Davni and just, just, just being very disrespectful to everyone around him, to the tefillah, to the chazan, to the rav, to the shul, to everyone, what, what, like what, what's the excuse for that? And yet these are the nicest of people. But if you don't, if here's the difficulty now, if you don't give the taichacha when you can, that's called chanifa, that's called flattery. Because what you're telling this person, that's what Benya is teaching us now. You're telling this person, you are doing something wrong, and I'm giving you a pat on the back, even though you're not giving the physical pat on the back. On the other hand, if you give him the toichach in the incorrect way, and you, and you make that mean face, and you look at the guy, we discussed this. That doesn't usually go away, go come across in a nice way. So that's, that's the, we'll call the hesitation because everything we're learning here is to put into practice. We have to make sure we put into practice in the correct way. Mm-hmm. A person who has the ability to be moiche, to rebuke, but he doesn't rebuke. So he says here, There's no rebuke in his lips. And he doesn't look critically at the behavior of those who are doing Averis. He doesn't pay attention to them. You know, he minds his own business. But he has the ability to do something. He has the ability to do something. We are commanded to remove ra, evil, from amongst our people. Imagine if, imagine if, let's go back to our example of talking during davening. God forbid, 
if that would exist, and I'm being serious about this, that people would be talking during davening, and then they would be able to see that them talking during davening is what's the cause of people in their own kihil, and own congregation, why they're not physically well. So what are they doing now? They are harming the health of the people sitting around them. And if you look in the Svarim, this is not an exaggeration. So are, are we just going to be quiet now? But imagine imagine you see somebody, you, you leave shul, you're all walking on the street, and you see somebody who sits next to you in shul, and someone's punching you in the face. And you're a person who can stop that. You're just going to walk walk away and, and, and let him get beat up to a pulp? What, what? You're going to stop that. We have a commandment. As the Pasuk says, We just started Sefer Dvarim this week. This is in Dvarim, Yud Gimel, Fav. You have to remove the evil from amongst you. When people talk during davening, they are putting people's lives at risk. The health of people's lives. And, and the Svarim say it very clearly. Now is not the time to elaborate. This is just an example. What is our topic here? When one is silent, when he has the ability to say something, this is called Hanifa. This is called flattery. And I said, and I repeat it, how to do this has to be done the proper way. It has to be done the proper way. You can't say, oh, I have to speak up and I'm going to say something. I remember as a little boy, the president, the Rav, I don't forget who it was, was talking, was talking from the whole entire shul. I forgot what the topic was about. But I was, I'll tell you what I do remember. Somebody was upset about something with the, with the children making noise during laning, during davening. And the whole shul's quiet. And this man jumps up from his seat, he screams so loud, he says, and this is exactly what we're talking about. And he's pointing to the noise behind us, behind them where it's coming from, where where it, it was like it was like a zoo. It was crazy. But his face was bright red, like a tomato. A fresh, ripe red tomato. I don't I personally I was a little boy, I don't think he made a positive impression. You have to do it in the right way. With Chachma. Rabbein Yoyne concludes over here with Gemara and Shabbos. Nundalim and Beis. And he tells us like this. Whoever has the ability to protest against the Averis of his family members. Once again, it has to be done properly. With Chachma. And he doesn't. This person is held responsible for their affairs. He's held responsible for their affairs. That's why the family of Achan were punished as well. Because they were also. They knew about it. A person has the ability to rebuke against the people in this city. And the word Teichacha doesn't mean I'm screaming at you. The word Teichacha means to show, to prove. To prove the person. 
Imagine, imagine you have a, a physician. Imagine you have a physician who's talking during the avani. You have a lawyer talking during the And, and yes, you say, I don't understand. When you talk to a patient, do people come in and have a conversation going on in the middle of your conversation with the patient? You're like, what, are you crazy? I won't have any patients. But, but he says, so I don't understand. How can you have a conversation now in the middle? We're davening here. I don't understand. I don't say with that. See, I'm getting too right. <laughs> you have a lawyer who's, who's, who's having a, he's a client and the lawyer is charged. I don't know what the lawyer is charged. No, $300 an hour? 400 500 I don't know. And imagine he's, have a, he's one-on-one and all of a sudden, people barge in and have another conversation in the middle of this private meeting. Does that happen? What is that? that that's ridiculous. I mean, I, listen, I, I don't go to lawyers. I mean, the lawyers come here to learn, Baruch Hashem, right? But am I wrong? Isn't that absurd? That's absurd. But yet, and I'm not saying doctors and lawyers talk. I'm just giving you an example. But yet, people talk during davening, whatever they want. Whenever they want. Some people. Says the Gemara. person has the ability to be Moicha to the whole entire world. And he doesn't? He's held responsible for their affairs. And the reason for this is because we're all connected. We're all connected. In conclusion, I just want to share with you. I want to share with you Ran. The Ran says... In regards to the fact that we're all connected, the Ran says, and I'll give the example of Tefillin, I think he might give the Tefillin this example as well, that if there's one Yid who's not putting on Tefillin properly, you're not putting on Tefillin, we, we who are putting on Tefillin, to some degree it's as if we're not putting on Tefillin. We're affected because we're all one Nishama, we're all one. We, we have to look at that person with love. We have to give the Teichach with love. But we have to realize this mindset and attitude, ah, I'm not getting involved. That's what Binyan is talking here in the sixth category of avoiding this Isra of Hanifa.